The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. Uh, we're going to be doing for a, a couple of episodes talking with people who are, uh, you know, historians, people who've made a great impact in the New Thought movement. And I wanted to start the show off today or this new series off by talking to a giant in New Thought, a person who has personally impacted countless lives through his leadership, through his ministry and through his mentorship. Uh, Today, the guest on Truth Transforms is the Reverend Dr. Blaine Mays, the chief executive officer of the International New Thought Alliance. Dr. Mays, how you doing? I'm doing great, Galen. It's wonderful being with you. Well, thank you, thank you. You know, uh, you know, before we, you know, I start asking you some questions about different things, the new thought in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just say, first of all, it's an honor for me to have you on the show. And uh, uh, every time I'm around you, you have all these wonderful stories that you're never able to complete because somebody is always in your face and they always stop you before you get a chance to tell me the whole story. That's right. I got lots of stories. Good ones. So, so it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, and being a minister myself, I understand that when people are yeah. around leaders that they want right. that attention at times. So I defer right. and allow, obviously allow those people to have their time. But yeah. every time I'll say, tell me a story about Joseph Murphy, or tell me a story about Cora Fillmore, or tell me right. a story about Eric Butterworth, <laughs> and you'll get right in the middle of the story, and yeah. somebody starts pulling on your on your uh, suit jacket, saying, right. Dr. Mays, we need you, we need this, we need that, or, right. and, and I never get the complete story. So I have a lot of incomplete stories that we're going to have to wrap up one day. All right. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um. Before we go, we get started, because some of our listeners not, might not be familiar with the International New Thought Alliance, mm-hmm. before we get started talking about some of the things with New Thought, can you tell people um, what the New Thought, International New Thought Alliance is and why it's so important? Yeah, it's been around for over 100 years. As a matter of fact, we just celebrated our 101st Congress last year. But the bottom line is it simply represents or brings together 
ministers, leaders, students, organizations of the New Thought Persuasion for mutual synergism, mutual inspiration, for mutual sharing, for learning, and for support. So it, it's really just a, a bringing together the organizations like Unity and Religious Science and Divine Science, and, you know, we have a host of uh, independent organizations and like your own organization, you, uh, the Foundation for Better Living. It, it's a wonderful opportunity to to learn from your people at the same time you learn from those that we bring together. It's a time of inspiration and, and support, basically, for the for the message that we all are teaching. Yes, yes. And every year, uh, the International Thought Alliance also has a Congress that goes back as far as the days of Charles Fillmore, Charles. Oh Murdoch, yes, yes. Charles and Charles and Myrtle were involved in it, and we have in our archive something that I, I treasure so much. It was a letter written by Charles, handwritten by Charles Fillmore, in 1922, and he said, "I understand that you're going to be holding a congress in Denver, and uh, my wife and I would like to participate." So. Uh, and he said, enclosed is $10 for my wife's membership. <laughs> anyway, we, that, I said that I love that because they, among many other people, of course, were so supportive and, you know, out there doing their unique thing, but yet lending support to like-minded groups and organizations and peoples. Yes, yes. I was, um, you know, amazed uh, when I had an opportunity to, go on your church campus and actually see the archives of oh, the INTA. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm absolutely amazed by it. For those who aren't aware, it, the INTA, as we call it for short, has an archive of materials that are from the 19th century up to date of historic New Thought writings, you know, the books, the the letters, the correspondences and things of that nature. And I can Correct. remember, you know, you went in there and it's a temperature control room. We have the gloves on, <laughs> you know, so we, you know, just put, you know, the oil from our hands on, on the material right. and reading first edition books by Mary Baker Eddy and Emma Curtis Hopkins and uh, Warren Felt Evans. And it blew me away because it really <laughs> gave me a sense of, of being a, a person that's running just a leg of a journey of a longer race. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, an it's an inspiration, Galen, to go in to that archive is because you cannot help but feel um, the impact of all the spiritual energy that's there. And some of it goes back 150 years or even longer, you know, yes. tracing back, picking up new thought when it became more identified or was, you know, the, the terms were being used that we relate to as new thought. But it, it's, a, it's a thrilling experience, and I can hardly let myself go in the archive because I don't want to leave, you see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to yes. absorb all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Matter of fact, um, it just reminds me uh, that I need to send some uh, Reverend Coleman material to the archives. Absolutely. Oh you know, my God, um, yes, because your organization, Dr. Coleman, such a such a vital part of of the International New Thought Alliance, and we we need and we would welcome anything that you know can be shared with us. Oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll have a conversation with some folks. We need to put some some CDs and some some other things, and, and to make sure. I know you you all have I, I I know at least one book of hers in the archive. I think two, her two published books actually. But okay. you know we, we need to see what we what else we could come up with because it's important. Beautiful. And um and I will say this, Reverend Coleman loved her some Reverend Doctor Blaine Mays. <laughs> And I know that for sure. Uh, <laughs> she loved you, man. <laughs> well, she was, she was a sweetheart, and we we knew each other from the time that she started studying at Unity Village. I was also a student there, along with my parents, uh, for the ministry. So it's been a a lifelong, beautiful, empowering relationship. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I do want to give the callers an opportunity because people who are listening, if they want to call in and ask Doctor Mays a question about. Uh, the history of New Thought, the International New Thought um, mm-hmm. Alliance, the Congress, 
the you know unity movement his work in the ministry um you can call in at 888-558-6489 888-558-6489 so mm-hmm. um before i start asking you a few questions about some of the um people that we read today in new thought that that you had the the honor and privilege of being mentored by. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about the 101st Annual Congress of the International New Thought Alliance. Yeah. Uh, for those who aren't aware, the Congress is in the Phoenix Scottsdale area of Arizona at the NBC Suites Hotel from July 12th to the 16th. July 12th to the 16th. Mm-hmm. And it, um, again, like every year, they bring in powerful speakers. You know, you can, all while you're there, you can do the, you know, the health things like the Tai Chi, um, listen to the music and also be able to have a chance to listen to the leaders of the respective movements. I'm looking at the catalog and I'm, please, uh, jump in as you need to. Um, the leader of the Divine Science Federation International, which is the original uh, organization of New Thought, Reverend Dr. Mm-hmm. Tim Stewart's on. Right. Uh, the the president of Centers for Spiritual Living, formerly Religious Science or known as the Science of Mind in many circles. Correct. He's speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the president of the Universal Foundation for Better Living, the organization that I represent, uh-huh. uh, uh, Reverend Sheila McKeith, and she Correct. is speaking at the congress mm-hmm. so we actually have the leaders of the respective movements mm-hmm. represented at the congress and i think that's Correct. important because it gives us an idea of not only are, are we working together because the when you put leaders together obviously we come up with common goals but mm-hmm. it also gives you an opportunity to see the uniqueness that works together as a collective could you please talk more about um the importance of, of the speakers, but also the leaders being in the space. Oh, anything, Galen. Just, just. I mean, just tell me, ask me specifically what it is you'd like for me to share. Well, I would like you to share. Um, how, ha, how? Why is it important for the leaders of the movement of the New Thought movement to be together in one place? Because it represents a unified strength. And my own personal feeling and my lifetime involvement in unity and new thought is that if we can't do it ourselves, we have no right to teach it even to other people. So then in our coming together, it represents the unification of all of our groups in support of one another and in support of the message that each of us is dedicated to and is teaching. So it represents a a strengthening bond for all of us in New Thought. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I can remember last year, for instance, uh, Dr. Mays, when I was there, and I didn't know um, Dr. John Waterhouse, who's the president of the um, uh, uh, Centers for Spiritual Living. Correct. And when he, he started, I have a quite the photographic memory, so, sort of like you. I remember everything, details. Uh-huh. But what stood out to me was when he started speaking, and I'm not asking you to speak about this, I'm just sharing myself. Yeah. yeah. He started sharing how Centers for Spiritual Living has sales of organizations, just groups, people coming together together around outlines that they send Mm -hmm. and they have probably about a a a thousand of these things now around the world Mm -hmm. not churches not study groups just Mm -hmm. discussion groups nothing formal Mm -hmm. nobody's the leader for instance no practitioner maybe even Mm -hmm. but just people coming together studying the material that they actually get from the headquarters exactly and without trying to control it just saying Here's the information. Mm-hmm. If it's valuable to you, share it with other people and come together around the table. And and I think it set up a light bulb for me because I said to myself, I need to ask him some questions. And after the program was over, I just started asking him some questions. And I even had him on this show because I wanted to just pick his brain because – you know, that's how the New Thought originally grew. It was free. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's probably the way that every church in New Thought had its beginning. Yes, yes. And so, you know, for me, I wanted to be able to pick his brain, and I wouldn't have had that opportunity uh-huh. if I wasn't there. Correct. You, you are know. so right, Galen, and that's you part know, of the it, purpose. 
it's part of so for me being uh, a, a new thought minister who you know in working in Chicago and UFBL and CUT is such a large ministry. Many mm-hmm. times I don't get a chance to get out and touch base and talk with people from Florida, from Arizona, from California, from Tennessee, from New York. Mm-hmm. But having the opportunity to just sit in a relaxed vi- environment, not just hearing a speaker lecture. You're right. But after it's over, after the session is over, and having dinner with somebody, or yes. just sitting down and having some coffee and tea with someone, and being able to see what are you doing, and what are you doing, and what are you doing, and this is what I'm doing, and this is how I see it. It allows the organic growth to to happen. And I've personally have uh, I have relationships that I didn't have before, very Excellent. good ones with people, Excellent. just because. I showed up in the space. It's really important for New Thought people. That's it, Galen. And, you know, one of the things over the years I've experienced is that we have so many wonderful groups outside of the United States of America, just as your organization has. But we hear from these people who are not able to get to the Congress, who may have no ties other than what they're doing, right, what they're doing in their own country, but to say to us, we're so glad you are there. Yes. See, now that means you, it means your organization, it means every organization you thought. They connect with that oneness, with that strength, with that energy. So we are reaching and touching and empowering people of like mind that we may never see, but yet we, we are of spiritual strength to them. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, uh, callers, I want to make sure that you know how you can get in contact to get more information if you want to become involved with this organization to support the organization because it's worthy of our support uh, or to, you know, uh, get information about attending the Congress or just get you or the archives or supporting the archives. You can go to www.newthoughtalliance.org. Again, www.newthoughtalliance.org. Dot org. You can get all of the relative information you need. You can get the contact information. You can get email addresses to be able to contact whoever you need to contact. You can find out about local uh, churches in your area that's, that, that are affiliated. Uh, because one of the things that I'm discovering, uh, Dr. Mays, in doing this show, and this is my fourth year now doing this show, is Good. there is a lot of people around the world who don't have access to what we readily uh, have on a daily basis in the New York community. It's, it's amazing. I have people that are listening to the show in Mexico, all over the United States, in Canada, in the Caribbean, several people that are listening to the show in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just can't show up. So they need to be able to have access to what, your organization and organizations like it, the affiliate, affiliated churches, have to offer. That's why we have to put the material online. That's why mm-hmm. we have to have shows like this. That's why we have to have congresses, because maybe they might not be able to come for everything, but they can show up to, to this one thing. That's exactly so I, right. You know, it, it's, it's really important. It's really important. Again, I want to give people an opportunity because uh, we're about – Two minutes from the break, and I want to ask you about a few people in in general. Uh, since I have you on the call, and mm-hmm. and uh, so let me just let the people know that again. If you want to call in and ask Doctor Mays a question, you can call in to eight 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 five five eight six four eight nine eight 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 five five eight six four eight nine. And and I also want to remind you. That this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely give, receive, freely give. So go to www.unity.fm, click on the donate button, and help support this online ministry because we're making a difference in the world. Not just my show, all of the shows on this online radio station are going all over the world. They're on iTunes. They're on the Stitcher app. You can pull up the podcast on the on the uh, website. Make sure that you're um, taking advantage of all the ways that you can listen to this material and share it. Go on iTunes. Go on Stitcher. Leave remarks. Leave comments. So you know the algorithms or whatever it is that people have to 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 um, 
that the computer people do to push the show up to so it can be promoted more. Make sure you do that because it allows other people who might not be exposed to this to say, hey, what's this Truth Transforms or this Unity Online Radio? Because it's being promoted because so many people are making comments about it on the websites. So um, let's make sure that we do that. I also want to remind you that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell on Facebook. So like the page, leave comments, and um, through the inbox of that web of that Facebook page, you can get in contact with me. It's the quickest way and my preferred way to get in contact with me. So make sure that you, um, if you want to reach out to me, let me know. I also want to remind you that I'm still thinking about the next book I'm going to teach online for, on this show, uh, and I'm still seeking to get more feedback from people so I can get a, a more panoramic viewpoint of, of where I might need to go based upon the needs of the people. So we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. Someone once said there are two ways to get to the top of an oak tree. Climb the tree or plant an acorn and wait. If we expect changes to happen in our lives, we may want to consider climbing. Plus, changes needn't be monumental. Sometimes it's as easy as an attitude shift. Life is what we bring to it. Do you have a job that seems less than exciting? When you walk through the door, bring joy with you. Life looks better when viewed through a positive attitude. Are you facing a health challenge or surgery? Get rid of your fears by focusing instead on spirit working in and through you. When you remember that with God all things are possible, your outlook cannot help but change. Today, wherever you go, whatever you face, do so with joyous expectations. Release your inner splendor and allow the light and love of God to guide your way. This mindful moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition, perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Give it a test run with our 30-day free trial offer. Learn more at unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. I will leave this world as it is. The world is full of voices, advertising, Television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends, all are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and... Your soul wants five things. As she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I am interviewing the the leader and uh, chief executive officer and all-around good spiritual godly man, the Reverend Dr. Blaine Mays, who's been a unity minister for a very long time. And has has uh, had the opportunity to be mentored and mentored, and have wonderful relationships with almost all of the uh, the his fellow legendary ministers in New Thought. So I don't right. want to exclude you from that process at all. <laughs> um, 
I wanted to ask you about um, one of my favorite authors. Okay. Uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy. Oh, yeah. Do you have something where you can share about what was it like to, to um, have, what was Dr. Murphy like? Uh, he was always quick and to the point and uh, didn't mess around. He absolutely, I mean, he just, he was so direct, but also friendly and supportive, and I never heard him criticize anybody, but he always spoke the truth and he spoke with a very deep voice and he spoke very quickly like that <laughs> you always got the message that he was he was giving out uh he was very involved in the international new thought alliance he was a board member for many years uh he traveled on a number of our trips where we went around the world or in into the world south africa and various places like that at the same time being a prolific writer he he probably he Murphy and Dr. Catherine Ponder are are you know the most prolific writers we have or we know at this time in in New Thought because he I think he wrote about eighteen books but he was a tremendous person and I mean he came to the point if someone would just come to him and say I need a prayer or a treatment he would speak the word. And he would say, now, it's done, it's done, it's done. <laughs> and believe me, it was done. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw time and again the, um, the succinct directness to his prayer work, his treatment work. Um, and it was always people, no, it's done, it's finished, your prayer is done, it is fulfilled. And I have seen that, I have experienced that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, I, I remember years ago you told me that uh, that he was so wrapped up into his work that he had people drive him around. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't drive himself because he was always in a, in in his spiritual space. Oh yes, yes. And and uh, when we'd have our congresses, we used to be able to have them around the country. We haven't done so in the last few years, but he would always fly first class. And, uh, you know, he just, he had the, con he lived the consciousness of what we teach. I remember when I had him speak in my church, my Unity Church, years ago. My wife and I loved him, and we had him probably twice a year to speak for us. But I know one time in his talk, <laughs> he said, ladies, he said, if the man is taking you to get hamburgers, then drop him. Drop him. That is not what you need. So afterwards, after I was thanking him for speaking, I said, thank God my wife didn't know him before we got married. Because I said, we had hamburgers. <laughs> but anyway, that was his teaching. He just said, yeah. you got to believe in the best and get the best and demand it, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That's oh. funny. It's like thank God he didn't know me before. That's right. <laughs> I might have been dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's really a good one. You know, another person I want to ask you about yeah. uh, is uh, Re the Reverend Charles uh, Raymond Charles Barker. Yeah. Oh, he he was the delightful man. I knew him for years, and you may not even know this, or most people don't. He was formerly a Unity minister, okay. and uh, worked closely with Charles and Myrtle. But then his leading was to go into religious science, and he thus established, you know, the largest and most successful religious science church in New York. He too was a great writer. He was a great speaker. He was president of INTA one year. Um, because that was his choice. But nevertheless, he's, he's made a tremendous contribution to INTA. He, again, was uh, somewhat like Murphy. He was uh, very to the point. He spoke with force. He spoke with power. And I remember when we had an INTA Congress in New York, and he was, he was a past president, so he was involved in the planning of it. So anyway, he told me, he said, Blaine, when you come to New York, in planning this meeting, I want you to speak at my Wednesday evening service in New York. I said, I'd be happy to do it. So anyway, he introduced me. I got up, I stood up, and, and I started saying, you know, we're having this Congress, and we're grateful for your support, and the good things, just like maybe you and I are talking about. 
And while I hadn't spoken probably three minutes, he stood up. He stood up while I was talking. He said, I thank you, Dr. Mays. It's so good having you here. Thank you for sharing with us. (laughs) (laughs) So I sat down. But that was Raymond. I mean, in other words, he was he was on top of everything, and I guess he thought I'd said all I need to say. So he, <laughs> he got on he got on doing his thing. But it was a part of the reason that we loved him. You know, we never had any problem with him because I mean, we supported him. He supported INTA, supported us. But he again was like Murphy. He was right to the point and was very serious with what he did. And he lived. He lived the teaching. Yes, yes. I've, I've, I've heard some stories about his directness, uh, from some of the more veteran UFBL ministers when, um, he would come in to, for the Panorama of Truth conferences that Reverend Coleman would, ho- would host. Uh-huh. And it was like, nobody was more direct than this guy. Exactly. You know, you know he was <laughs> straight to the point all the time. No playing, no yeah. fluff. That was it. This is the truth. You work it, uh, and I don't want to have no conversation outside of it. It's, this is what it is. That's exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, they said he could be heavy-handed with it. And everybody loved him. They said, but he was very heavy-handed with truth. Like, oh, yeah. the truth and, is. And I remember and, early on when I uh, was president for many years of INDA, and when I was president, I remember at the board meeting one time he told me, he said, Blaine, someday you're going to learn to say no. <laughs> I said, "Thank you, Raymond." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah. I, I've heard some wonderful stories, and I, I also want to ask you about um, Catherine Ponder. Oh yeah, oh my God, such a sweetheart. And you know, it was my wife, and uh, it was our privilege as well as mom and dad. See, <clears throat> Catherine was in school at Unity the same time that Dr. Johnny Coleman was same time our family members were so uh catherine became a friend and uh, has been a lifelong friend uh ever since we met in the early 50s so she's been a wonderful supporter of inta uh, i know she loved dr johnny coleman and i remember johnny calling she would call her ponder hey ponder yeah. <laughs> she never referred to her as Catherine or Dr. Potter. It was always Ponder. And, uh, but anyway, it was a wonderful relationship. And uh, Catherine has reached out because of her particular work in being a prolific writer through her own uh, worldwide unity organization. But she's reached out and touched so many of the New Thought ministries with her love, with her support, with her finances. I mean, she's been there in support of New Thought ever since ever since we've known her. Yes, yes. I, I can remember when I came to work for uh, Reverend Coleman 15 years ago, uh, uh, Johnny, as everybody called her, as you know, yeah. uh, Johnny uh, said, I'm going to teach Ponder's books. Now, she was known for teaching Ponder's books. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Catherine Ponder even came and said, you know, one of the first people who supported me in, in my written ministry was yes. Johnny. She was like, Johnny would, every time I wrote a new book, Johnny would teach it from her platform for several weeks mm-hmm. and bring me in to teach it as well. And yeah. it helped, you know, her launch. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting about it was when I, because I used to run the bookstore at the church, when every time Johnny would say, hey, I want to teach a book, she would, you know, just let Catherine Ponder know. And then after a while, Catherine Ponder would say, would say, you don't have to order the books from me. And she would just send them. Aww. You know, an author sending 3,000 books. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's Catherine. as a gift to the church. Yeah. Thank you. And that yeah. happened more than once, at least three times that I'm aware of, that she just yes. said, yeah, you know, and one of the, the projects, years. one of the projects Catherine has had for years is that if somebody sends uh, a a check, a donation to INTA, and wants to receive Ponder's books, she will send them free of charge an equal amount of the donation that they have made to INTA. And I, so, I mean, she's done this for years. You know, just basically give them away in support of the person or the ministry as well as as INTA. 
That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's another. Hey, Galen, can I share a little story with you about Catherine? Sure. Okay, I wanted to. Didn't I? Didn't know how much how your timing. Anyway, um, she invited me and then and my wife over to visit her in in Palm Springs, where her headquarters is, and her beautiful home there. So we were there as guests of hers. So she says, "I want to take you out this evening." And, uh, you know, one of the nice hotels and, uh, for a time of relaxation and food and so forth. So anyway, uh, one, now one of her cars is a Rolls Royce. And she said, now my driver can't be with us this evening, so we'll go in the Rolls and I'll drive. Well, anyway, so here we all get in her beautiful Rolls Royce, and we get out, and she couldn't find how to turn the lights on because she didn't drive the car that often. So she couldn't find the lights, so she kept pushing buttons. Finally, the windshield washers came on, still no lights. So she couldn't turn the windshield washers off, and she finally found the lights. So here we go driving through Palm Springs, the windshield washers on, dry as a bone in Palm Springs. And she said, darling, she said, we're going to have to pray for rain because I can't turn these wipers off. <laughs> so we, here we go driving through Palm Springs in the beautiful Rolls Royce with the windshield wipers going. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Anyway, which she was in one sense was so down to earth and and was loaded with fun and humor and you know she she again just she knew how to walk the talk but she also knew how to live and enjoy life. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely. Definitely. Um, I want to, um, just before I ask you another question and we take our uh, last break, I again want to allow people of the opportunity, if they want to call in and ask a question, they can call in to 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. And I also want to just remind you again that you can go to uh, org to find out more information about the 101st Annual World Congress of the International New Thought Alliance, which is uh, from July 12th to the 16th. And, you know, some of the speakers that are, you know, on as obviously uh, Reverend Dr. Blaine Mays, Reverend uh, Larry Swartz, who's the uh, INTA president, uh, Rabbi Alicia McGall. We have, uh, you know, several people I'm looking at here now. We have meditations that are happening. We have, again, uh, you know, Reverend Dr. Tim Stewart, Reverend Mark Fisher from Unity of Mesa, Reverend Sheila McKeithen, uh, Reverend Barbara Haley. I'm sure I'm skipping over some people. Dr. John Waterhouse, Reverend Billy Martini. Uh, we have, uh, John Miller, who's the, who created the book. I mean, the books, two movies on the New Thought Movement that you definitely want to check out. Uh, uh, Terry McBride, who is the person who he's one of only two people when they speak, I actually tear up. Uh, I actually Terry McBride's story and the power of his overcoming actually brings tears to my eyes every time I hear it. And it's the same story. Uh, I would pay just to see him speak by himself. Uh, the power of his message. Uh, one of my mentors, Reverend Dr. Helen Carey, who was the longtime uh, assistant minister, executive minister for uh, Reverend uh, Coleman, who's still active as a minister at CUT, uh, Reverend Debbie Brown, Dr. Arthur Chang, just speakers, Reverend Jay Neal, who I just had an opportunity to meet last year, uh, who's a, a giant in the Centers for Spiritual Living, Science of Mind movement. And I, I've noticed on here um, a couple of things that are, that are new. One is uh, Reverend Mark Hicks talking about church in a digital age. What do we need to do? to right. uh, reach out to people in this new world environment. The church isn't uh, buildings anymore necessarily uh, right. and written correspondences. Everything is Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also noticing that you all have a banquet. Uh, we have a banquet because I'm a part of INTA and uh, a Torchbearer Award that's going to the president of the um, International New Thought Alliance. We have, a, and I'm sure I've skipped over some names, so if you're listening and I skipped over your name, blame it on my head, not my heart. Uh, my heart, not, yeah on my head not my heart and just know that you can get more information you can download the program from the website get more information and give yourself the opportunity to be around like-minded individuals who can um help it's, and if you only make two or three connections with some people that you didn't make before that you can help or find out if you're a leader in a mo- in a center and, and you can connect with other people which i've done um for instance the the 
I met a person in 2009 at a INTA Congress when it was in Chicago, and that person had me as a guest on their show on Unity Online Radio, uh, Reverend uh, Jamie Sanders. Hmm. And because I was invited on his show and I said, yes, the the person who at the time was um, managing Unity Online Radio asked him, who was that guy on your show? He was really good. <laughs> and it, she, he told her about it. Uh, he told her about me. And she said, you think he would want a show? Huh. And she reached out to me. And I'm and now I've been on on the radio this internet online radio station for four years. Great. And it was all based upon a relationship that I made in two thousand nine. Good, Galen. That's how it works. That's how God works. Through that's people. it. And that's part of <laughs> that's the purpose of INTA. Yes. So we need to be able to make these relationships make these connections, build these relationships because that's how we help each other launch. Yes. You can be the reason why somebody else launches exactly. into this world. God so love it, you. That's that's beautiful. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. So we're gonna take our last break and when okay. we come back we're gonna talk about more uh folks, get some more stories out of Dr. Blaine Mays <laughs> about the history of New Thought and uh, you know, some personal stories that you can't read in books. Uh-huh, uh, exactly. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Good. Did you know that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I am interviewing uh, the Reverend Dr. Blaine Mays, the Chief Executive Officer of the International New Thought Alliance. And Dr. Mays, I've been asking you so many different questions about the p- different people you know, but the, the, the t- people that I didn't ask you about are your parents who brought you into New Thought, because from my understanding, uh, your mother uh, in particular was a well-known New Thought leader. Could you speak Absolutely. more about your family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had we had seven ministers, New Thought ministers in our family. That's I mean, we That's were all, you know, dedicated to, to the message of New Thought and, and still remain dedicated. Mom and Dad started reading 
uh, New Thought literature when they were teenagers before they were ever married. So I was basically born into the awareness or the consciousness of New Thought. And even as a little child, two or three, I can remember receiving Unity's child magazine, We Wisdom, uh, on the farm where we lived in Kentucky. So I, 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 I've just been in it all my life. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, what year were you ordained to be a minister? 1955. Okay. That's, um, uh, I was looking at, somebody brought me a picture and I filed it. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Reverend Coleman's ordination in the 50s. Yep. And somehow I misplaced it. And it, it still bugs me because I have so much paperwork uh-huh. that I, when you misfile something, <laughs> you got to go through everything to find it. I know I have it. But, uh, <laughs> but no, on that picture. Let Catholic me clarify what I said. I became a licensed unity minister in 55, and I was okay. ordained two years later. Okay. Because I have to go back and remember that at that time, you had to serve successfully in the field for two years before they would ordain you. So anyway, right, so they right they licensed you to minister, but they didn't ordain you. That was it. But anyway, I became a minister, unity minister, in 1955, okay. and ordained in 57. Okay, Got I made it. it. I remember <laughs> that because Reverend Coleman was licensed to minister in 56. It was ordained. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that because I have her ordination picture. And Catherine Ponder is on the same picture. Oh, that's great. God love them. Precious, yeah. precious people. Uh, so while I'm talking about um, um, uh, Reverend Coleman, is there any story that you would like to share uh, about your, your, your buddy? Oh, my God. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But one of the things that just shows her wonderful, loving spirit, we were having a Congress, INTA Congress, in Las Vegas. And she was, of course, one of our speakers when she was able to come, which we needed and loved and wanted and appreciated. Anyway, we had we had Norman Cousins on our uh, agenda on to be our uh, presenter at our big banquet. And we had sold hundreds of tickets to this banquet, 800 tickets we'd sold <clears throat> to that banquet in Las Vegas. And Norman Cousins, who was well-known at the time, was to be the speaker. So here, 24 hours before the banquet was to take place, Norman called me up and said, Blaine, I can't come because I've fallen and broken my arm. Well, okay, you know, our love and prayers are with you, and... But then that meant we didn't have a program for our banquet <laughs> that we'd sold tickets for. So I called Dr. Johnny Coleman right at the hotel that night, the night before the banquet, and I said, Dr. Coleman, you know, uh, well, first of all, she says, well, what do you want? And I, I said, well, I, I just need your help. She says, well, you never call except you want something. I said, you've got that right. So <laughs> Anyway, I said, I said, Johnny, we need a miracle. And she said, well, darling, we're into that. What do you want? And I said, well, you know, we need a speaker. She said, I'll call you back in about a half hour. Well, anyway, she did call back, and she had reached Della Reese in Los Angeles, had arranged for Della Reese and her pianist to become our banquet program within a half hour's time. And that, that to me was, and, and we had the program, and Della was absolutely fantastic and would, you know, was just excellent. In my mind, it was even better than Cousins. So, <laughs> <laughs> not that I didn't appreciate him and his tremendous contribution, but Della was absolutely the best I've ever seen or heard her. So, anyway, that's just one of the many experiences that, you know, that uh, Dr. Coleman has been a part of and been so supportive in, in all of of the work of new thought that's beautiful that's beautiful and it sounded just like her to say what do you want you oh, only call did. when you want something <laughs> that sounds and so much like said, her it's unreal she said you only call when you want something i said you got that right <laughs> yeah yeah you know uh since we're sharing uh, you know some stories and i don't want to take away from your valuable time of sharing but it's just you know, on my heart to share that good uh uh, years ago, we were in. Um, we have a smaller chapel uh, in uh, in the at CUT. We call it Faith Chapel, where we yeah. do you know 
memorial services, uh, weddings and large workshops and classes. And she had a meeting with the leaders of the church. Uh, and after the meeting was over, she's talking with someone and a lady walks up to, 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 to obviously give Reverend Coleman a hug. She's like, Hey, I just want to give you a hug. The woman hugs her and falls straight to the floor. Mm. And like the power of the spirit just knocked her out. Mm. And, and I'm sitting there looking at this in shock because yep. it was like, did I just see what I, I you, you know, you're, you know, we're in the spiritual business, but sometimes when it happens so directly, uh-huh. it throws you off. It's like, we're right. not praying. It's not a church service. Uh-huh. We're casually talking together after a meeting, a person uh-huh. walks up to her and totally just fell out under the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, absolutely. And and, and it was like, okay. And, and, and Johnny lovingly said, the power's all over me. Take me to my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, see, Johnny was that way. She was a radiant center of the Spirit and of the light. And the first time I ever heard her back at Unity, she was giving a prayer at one of the students' banquets that I went to. And when she prayed, I mean, I knew I, there had been a prayer. Yeah. And I said to myself, I've got to know that woman. Well, I got to know her, thank God. Yes. But, I mean, yes. I felt that power from from the very first time I ever heard her. Yes. Yes, yes. I I can honestly say that I can't imagine my life without meeting her or being exposed to her ministry. I, I, I'm like literally can't yeah. imagine it. Like people say, that, you know, there's a BC and AD. For, for me, there's before meeting Johnny and yeah. after meeting Johnny. Yep. My life so radically changed by being in her presence. It was. It was. Yep. It, it's hard to put in words. Exactly. How much it radiated off of her. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it's amazing how, how strong it was. We have about four minutes left. So I do mm-hmm. want to, again, give people the opportunity to, uh, go to the website, the International New Thought Alliance's website, which is www.newthoughtalliance.org. Make sure you get the information. Make sure you find out about the Congress. And make sure you find out about the archives, because here's the thing, you know, what what's important about the archives is this is our history and our legacy. So as you support through donations um, or contributions, even you can find out if you have some material uh, that the INTA needs to preserve. You need to reach out to the INTA and let them know about it, because this is our history. And a lot of times people will find materials, books, old tapes, sometimes old reel-to-reels somewhere and think it's garbage. And it's the stuff that transformed lives. And this is how we find a lot of these archives. Somebody's children, grandchild, great-grandchild finds something, some, something in the attic and and it's a first edition Emma Curtis Hopkins manual, or it's a newspaper article with Mary Baker Eddy in it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's our history, and That's we need right. to make sure that it doesn't get thrown away. There is a place that you can send it, and it will be preserved and honored. So if you're out there and you have that material, make sure you contact INTA and let them know. But again, go to the website, newthoughtalliance.org, and get the information. And here's the one other thing that you need to be aware of with the website. You can leave prayer requests on it. Something you might be out there in the space to where you don't have a new thought center, and you maybe don't um, necessarily agree with some of the theologies of the churches around you. You can reach out to this organization, and people will pray with you. People who yes. are trained ministers, teachers, and practitioners. Yes. and that's important. So make sure that you also take advantage of that. Um, it makes a difference that the people who are praying with you are in the consciousness of truth. It matters that yep. you know the nuances of spirit and can stand in the gap with you for your breakthroughs. So make sure you take a, an opportunity to take advantage of that. So um, 
We have about a minute and a half left. So again, uh, Dr. Mays, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and, and sharing very personal stories, first-person accounts that no one can read in a book. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know, I, I want to thank you for the impact that you and your family has made and continue to make in the New Thought Movement. Um, you know, you know, obviously because of a prior commitment, as I told you privately, I won't be able to get down there today, but I'm going to make sure that I send, I mean, this mo- next month, but I'll make sure I get the chance to send as many people as possible. And I've been the last four years. So this is something I believe in and callers. We as a people who are believing in progressive, liberal, and I'm used liberal, not in a political sense. I understand what I mean when I say liberal, yeah, meaning absolutely. people that are free to it, yeah. learn and develop and expand their religious thought without the, the, the limitations of what has been given to us previously. Right. We, uh, new thought is a progressive liberal theology. That's it. And it needs to be promoted to this world that needs healing. So we don't see the things that happened in Orlando, uh, last week and the things that are happening around the world with the violence on the streets of Chicago, uh, my own hometown. We, we can transform this world, but we do it one mind at a time. That's it. Let's make sure we get this message out. But we walk our talk. We walk our yes. talk, Galen. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So with that, thank you again, Dr. Mays. We, we've run out of time. So callers, I mean, I call us listeners. I'll be with you in a few weeks. Uh, Unity Online Radio is taking a two-week vacation. So I'll have some encore episodes playing for the next two Wednesdays. And we'll be with you next week. I mean, in three Wednesdays with Truth Transforms. And next Wednesday is my birthday, so I'll definitely be enjoying that day. God bless you all. Take care. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. As a society, we're becoming more conscious of our responsibility to the environment. There are precious resources which must be properly managed. Although it is necessary for me to focus on these outer resources, it's equally important to develop my inner spiritual resources. Within every one of us is a wellspring of peace, a power which cannot be overused, yet often remains neglected. Every time I choose to think and act from that peace within, I bless not only my immediate environment, but the entire world as well. Peace is a precious resource that I can serve best by giving it away. Peace can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. 
Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify. 